We've been following this uh, horrible story uh, all uh, all night and all of uh, today, matter of fact. We've heard from Janet Mills, the governor of Maine. Um, it's a small little place of 1.2 million people, all things considered, uh, in a really horrific situation there that has taken place. We all know about it by now. They're looking for a Robert Card, armed and dangerous, certified arms instructor, U.S. Army Reserve. And they now say that what they know of him is that he had some mental health issues uh, not too long ago. So the wonder, uh, the question is, well, did they then say, okay, well, we got to make sure that this guy doesn't have any guns or take them away from him if he does or whatever. A guy who has a thought on that is our former great police chief for the city of Detroit, now candidate for the United States Senate, Chief James Craig. Chief, long time no talk to. How are you? Hey, I've been doing well, Paul. How are you doing? I am doing well. I'm glad we're catching up. I'm sorry it's on a topic like this, but you're the guy closest to us as the former Detroit police chief, former uh, chief for Cincinnati, and most importantly for this conversation, former chief of police for the city of Portland, just about 36 miles away from where this atrocity took place. But I know the area very well, and... um... I got to tell you, it's, uh, it just goes to show that violence can hit anywhere. As you pointed out in your monologue, it, you know, the state's only about 1.2 million. Certainly Lewiston, which is 35 or 38 miles from Portland, um, roughly 3,800. Not big cities, but one thing that makes a challenge for a suspect like this, who is a hunter, who is trained, uh, his ability to embed himself in that very rural terrain. Uh, Maine is very rural, uh, and the fact that he's a hunter, he has the ability, and this, this is not going to be an easy, uh, easy catch, but there's some fine men and women who served in law enforcement in the state, and because the, the departments are so small, you have to work collaboratively. Uh, that's not unusual. I wouldn't be at all surprised if some of my old partners in Portland PD uh, have, were recalled and are assisting uh, in this search for this, uh, this very dangerous suspect. Yeah, there is no doubt that uh, police agencies from around the area, obviously including Portland, uh, have joined in this really massive, very dangerous, by the way, manhunt. I mean, this guy could be hiding and could frankly get the drop on police and shoot several of them before they are even able to lift their weapons and respond i mean it's a dangerous dangerous situation what are the gun laws like in maine we've got chief uh, james craig former detroit police chief but also a former chief of police for portland maine what are the gun laws like well in in maine certainly uh getting a concealed weapon um, I always tell this story when I was brand new police chief, having come from California, which is very restrictive on getting concealed weapons permits. And um, I remember my first week I had, I don't know, maybe 10 or 15 requests for a concealed weapon permits, and the chief of police is responsible for approving those. And I denied them all. And so my staff came in previously saying, Chief, do you know where you are? I said, well, am I, am I in Texas or am I in Maine? I said, no, you're in Maine. And we love our guns here. But here, this was actually a politically 
turning point for me because one of my staff members told me, said, have you realized that violent crime in Maine is low? I said, yes. He said, because armed citizens can and do have an impact on reducing violence. And that's something that stuck with me throughout the remainder of my professional career as a chief of police in, as you pointed out, three cities, that armed citizens do have an impact. The only person that thought I was crazy for making that comment was former President Obama. He thought for a major city police chief to make that comment was kind of reckless. It wasn't reckless. It's a fact. And so um, the bottom line is there are a lot of Mainers who are armed, a lot of hunters, and relatively speaking, Maine is a very safe state. But, again, tragedy can strike any place. I don't care how safe it is, especially in today's environment. That is the truth. Uh, And uh, former Detroit Police Chief James Craig, United States Senate candidate, you and I spoke many times over the years uh, with some form or another of this sentence. uh, As you just said, armed citizens made a difference there, but the only thing that stops a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a gun. And that may upset people, but it happens to be true. And you always wonder. Go ahead. You know, Paul, you're absolutely right. It is true. And what's sad about situations like this, people want to politicize it. And and it shouldn't be a political. This is an American issue. This is a us issue. And and I just get so, oh, gun control, gun control. Now, what I will say, uh, you know, I was very vocal, like I was here in Detroit on different issues. But what I was most vocal about in Maine is the mental health system. It was severely broken. Uh, I can tell story after story. In this case, this individual who uh, served in the military or was active in the military heard voices and wanted to shoot up uh, his National Guard base. And so they evaluated him for a couple of weeks. Just don't know what happened next. Now, common sense should prevail If this is a person in the military, obviously suffering from mental illness, is this someone who we want to maintain and hold on to a a weapon? No, we don't. We want to do it the right way, of course. I'm not saying permanently deprive someone, but at least do it in such a way uh, that, you know, people can be safe. Because I can't tell you, as many uh, crisis situations I've been on here in Detroit, you know, vast majority of them are in someone suffering from mental illness. Right. Do we want those individuals armed with weapons? No, we don't. And, and that, that holds whether you're Republican or Democrat. Right. We don't want dangerous, mentally ill people with weapons. Period. Well, so, you're absolutely all right. Before I have to let you go, Chief, how's the Senate race going? You know, it's not bad. We've only launched a couple of weeks ago. Uh, early polls within one week of launching, it showed me with a double-digit lead uh, over the closest GOP competitor. Uh, I don't get overly excited about polls, but this was a national poll that was conducted. In fact, in comparison to other Senate races in other states, uh, my lead was the most significant. So I'm happy about that. We just have to keep the momentum going. That's, that's critically important. And... Um, and we need, um, we need to raise money. You know, let's face it, uh, these races, 
it, it's a lot of money involved, and uh, so your listeners can certainly, if they're interested in the campaign, can go to www.chiefjamescraig.com. I'm just writing it down because people will ask. All right, www.chiefjamescraig.com. Chiefjamescraig.com. If you'd like to help support him in his United States uh, Senate run as our former great uh, Detroit police chief. And and for today's conversation, the former chief of police of the city of Portland, Maine, just 35 to 38 miles away from where this uh, horrendous Uh, massacre took place. The manhunt is still underway for a Robert Card, armed and dangerous. And uh, he had mental health issues. And Chief Craig used to rail about that while he was in Maine, about the broken mental health system. And frankly, that could be said for a lot of places, not just there in Lewiston, Maine. Chief, thanks for being with us. Good luck to you. Stay in touch. Hey, thank you. I sure will. Appreciate you. I appreciate you, former Detroit Police Chief James Craig, here with Paul W. Smith in focus on WJR.